Okay. Today is Daf. It's Daf Samach Gimel. The last full Daf of Masachet Brachot. The Mishnah had stated that the Chosmei Brachos, that the way they would end each Bracha in the Beit HaMikdash was like with a Pasuk, Baruch Hashem Le'olam Ad Olam, Min HaOlam Ad Olam. And then the Bnei Yisrael would answer, they would give this long answer. That wasn't so clear in the Mishnah, but that Rashi adds in that information from the Tosefta. It says the Gemara, Lama. Why? It's a bit of a hard Gemara to read. There's a few gears out. The Gemara basically wants to know why was there such a long response? Why don't we answer Amen? Or I should say, why did Kalkach Lama? Why is the chasim of each bracha so long? So the Gemara says, Because since we don't answer Amen in the Mikdash, since we say, Therefore, yeah, therefore we want the bracha to be very long. Meaning, once the Amen is going to be different, then so do we want the text of the bracha to be longer as well. That's what the Gemara means. Says the Gemara, "Binayich enam amen b'mikdash." How do you know that you don't answer amen b'mikdash? Shnemar kumu barchos Hashem lokechem min haolam v'adolam. This is Nachemia talking, and he says, "Kumu barchos Hashem lokechem min haolam v'adolam." The Omer, what do you say in response? We barchos Hashem kevotcha umeramah makol brach al kol bracha utehilam. And then you, on that you say, and you mevarach Hashem kevotcha. How you mevarach Hashem kevotcha by saying baruch Hashem kevar machusal alam va yachal kol abrachos kula. I might think that it, that you say one Baruch Shem Kivod for the whole, let's say, Amida, the whole Shemun so you just say one Baruch Shem Kivod at the end. Every single Baruch one should give praise. Okay. There was a Takana that when one sees a friend, one says hello and greets another friend, you should do it with the name of Hashem. And they prove it from Beit Lechem, from Boaz, and also from a conversation between a Malach and Gidon. So the one's going to explain, why do we need two psukim? Again, the first pasuk is quoted from Boaz, where Boaz said, he said, he said to the Kotsim, Hashem Yimachem. And he said, Hashem Yimachem. So the, so the Bishop brought it as a source that you greet your friend with the name of Hashem. But then the Gemara brought a, the Mishra brought a second source. The Gemara wants to know, why do you need a second source? Why do you need a second source? Why do you need the Pasuk where the Malach greets Gidon, Hashem Imcha Gibor HaChayon? Why do you need the second Pasuk? Isn't Boaz alone, that Pasuk alone, enough of a Makar? So it's more because you could have asked the following question. Maybe you'll tell me that Boaz was doing it on his own. Who says he was doing this because there was an institution? Right? Hashem Imcha Gibor HaChayon. And maybe you'll tell me that it was a malach who decided to do this, but not necessarily is there some sort of you know, general institution, this is the way everyone should greet. That we say, no. That basically, don't degrade the teachings of your, of your mother. Meaning if Boaz is doing something, right? If Boaz is doing something, then it must be, it's not midaito. Rather, we should learn from the Zikne Yisrael and we could rely on them. The Omer and it says, uh, right? And we, we prove that even though we don't generally just throw out the name of Hashem, but it's Eislasos. It's Eislasos that once, you know, 
at least for now, once the Beit HaMikdash is no longer around, it's an Eslasa that we want to pronounce and mention the name of Hashem as much as possible. So, You could expound this Pasuk from reading it from beginning to end, or you could expound it from reading the end to the beginning. What does that mean? If you read from the beginning of the Pasuk, what does it mean? Now is the time to do something for Hashem, meaning to do things different. Why? My time, what's the reason? Because there are those that are fair to meaning because there are those that are doing averos. So when there's people around that are being hafer, that are nullifying the Torah in a way, where they're, being, they're doing averos, then now is the time to step it up. We have to do Hashem. But the way we're really dashing is really misafel erasha, which means what? Medavish, that you should nullify the Torah, meaning we should somehow be, be able to be relaxed on a din that's in the Torah. My time, what's the reason? Meaning, even though the Torah says, perhaps we don't just throw away throughout the name of Hashem, sometimes we gotta be made for the Torah. Just like we wrote down Torah Shabbat, my time, what's the reason? Because the time has come. Tanya, Hillel Hazakin Omer. Now we're going to bring another example of Ace Las of Hashem. If there are times where the rabbis are not spreading the Torah, they're all gathered together in one place. Pazer, you gotta, you gotta spread it out. Meaning, if there's too many rabbis in one place, you, know, if you have a yeshiva of 6,000 people, perhaps now it's time to spread out. At a time when there are people going out and teaching Torah, then Kanis, as Rashi says, that you yourself, you don't have to feel any obligation. Uh, rather, you know, you could, says Rashi, Kanis that you don't have to take any position of leadership. That you could just hold on to humility and basically study on your own, it seems like, and no need to be involved in the teaching because there are plenty of people teaching. From But if you see that there's a generation, right, that the Torah is beloved, and you want the Torah to be taught and to the Torah to be spread, right? Well, Rashi says, sorry, for me, what did I read? Right, which means that, in other words, that teaching is not going to help. So then what do we say? Allah is kanes. We don't want the Torah to be bezayon. We don't want the Torah to be disgraced. And therefore, that's an opportunity to be kanes, to come together. Darvish Bar Kapara. Bar Kapara gave some business advice, which I don't know if you noticed, but last page also he gave some business advice regarding uh, you know, the selling of the figs. And here he goes again. Kavots, if there are tons of figs around, if there's tons of you know, what we call supply, then what do you do? Konmine, right? You buy immediately because right now it's cheap. And then you'll be able to sell later for a you know, high price. Ba'asr Delaysle Gavar in a place where there's no man around, Tamun have Gavar, right? You gotta step up as a man. Yeah. You, you gotta be the man, literally, right? The list of Gavar, where there's no man, Tavar have Gavar, you be the man. What does that mean? Usually it's referring to uh, being stepping up as the rabbi, being the, stepping up as the one who will give Psakim. Amra by Yeshram, you know, we see from his Basar, the Ace Gavar, Loy Gavar, we see from there's a place that already has a post, like somebody, there already is some sort of leader. Loy Gavar, you're not supposed to be. Says Mabshit, of course. Of course, if there's already a rabbi in town, you don't have another Chacham giving his rulings. Even in a case where they're both equal, still, 
once there's a Tamil Chacham who is being posted, who's giving rulings, then nobody else is supposed to step up. Darish Bakapara. Ezeo Parsha Ketana Shekogu Feitoratulimba. Again, just another thing from Bakapara. What is a small Parsha in the Torah, like a, a Pasuk Shekogu Feitoratulimba? Everything depends on it. What's a Pasuk? It says, Bechal Derechecha Deehu. Right? You should know the ways of Hashem. Bechal Derechecha Deehu. Right? On all your ways, you should know Him, or you should know Hashem. And Hashem will straighten out your ways. And Amar Rav, Rav says something very startling. I feel Dvar even for Dvar Vera. But what does that mean exactly for Dvar Vera? Rashi says that there are times where we're over in Avera. Because if your kavana is, if your kavana is to do this for Hashem, yeah, then Hashem will straighten out, meaning Hashem will consider it to be a positive. So usually we don't really rely on it. We, we cannot rely on ourselves to make such chesbanot. Uh, some say that it means right before you do the Avera, you should think about that I want to do everything for Hashem and that'll be a, somehow a protection from doing the sin. But Rashi doesn't like that. A person should always teach his child an umnas. Right? Bakapara was very uh, concerned about people making up parnasa. So not only does he give you business advice, he also tells you how to train your children. You should train your children. You've got to make sure they go to school. And they're um, in Nikia Kala, something that is clean and light, meaning that there is no room uh, for major Chosh uh, Mishpat disputes, something which is simple, something that's not too tedious. What is that? Amr of Chizda, Mechet, Machted Talmuyusa, some sort of sewing, uh, I don't know what they say, some sort of cloak, uh, she says. Shatfir says, Okay, like the waves. Uh-huh. Embroidery. Embroidery, okay, embroidery. Teach him embroidery. Tanya, Rebbe Omer, don't have too many friends in your house. That, so basically the same word, Ra, which we can mean friends, also means to, to be harmful. So it says, Ishraim, a man of too many friends, could turn out to be harmful. Why do you think that is? Probably just wasting your time or perhaps you'll lead to disputes probably between you and your friends. Tanya, Rebbe Omer, you should not have any uh, managers in your house. Because Potiphar appointed Yosef as Apotrophus, what ended up happening? His wife and Yosef, you know, she was attracted to him. Therefore, better not to appoint any managers in your house. Why did the Torah put Nazir next to you? So, Nazir is the parish of someone who refrains from drinking wine and parish of Sota is the woman who is suspected of being with another man. That's anyone who sees a Sota Bikakula, meaning it must have been that as a result of you know, drinking wine, that's how, or sorry, that that somehow caused the whole Sota scenario. Or the other way, once you see a Sota Bikakula, once you see a Sota being disgraced, that has a certain impact on the person and perhaps could bring the person even lower. And therefore, you've got to take extra measures to be Yazir Atzmo Minayan. Why is Sota next to Trumas and Maishus? to tell you, anyone who has Trumas and Maishus and doesn't give to the Kohen, in the end, will need the Kohen. In other words, he was supposed to go to the Kohen. In the end, he's going to need the Kohen because the Kohen's going to be, need him, to, he's going to need the Kohen to be Matar, his wife. It should be for other people. For some and somebody who does not, I mean, Kedosh of Lo meant that the way they were learning is Lo If the person keeps his things that he's supposed to give as Kadosh, I mean, he's supposed to give the Truma, Lo he keeps it for himself. 
then what happens? The Samachlei is Shishkisisa Ishta. Then it's going to lead to his wife being suspected. Uksiv behavi Ishta, the man's below. Oh, and not only that, Ella Sof Shnitzrach Lahen. Shnemar Veskadash Loya, the Gemar Nadashans, not only does that mean that you're going to, you kept it. As kedush of lo yihiyu, the kedush of meaning anyone who has to give to Mr. Meisos lo yihiyu will be for him, meaning he will be the one collecting. Amar benach by Yitzchak v'mnasnan, and if you actually do give your Meisos like you're supposed to do them, so mit asher you're going to become rich. Shnemer ish asher yitel the coin lo yihiya lo yimamen harbei. We also have another. We say aser to aser. What's aser to aser? Aser b'shvil. So if you give a tenth. You know, you don't have to be worried you are losing because, in fact, you are gaining. Amar Rav Huna, right? These are it's a lot of uh, again statements one after another. Hard to somehow, hard to figure out. There's not really connection between the two. A lot of it has to do with that it's the same rabbis talking. Amar Huna Barbrachi, Meshum Rolozar Kafra, Kolam Shatif, Shem Shemayim Bitzaro. Anyone who basically partners with Hashem in his pain, which means that he recognizes, you know, he says Baruch Dayan Emet. Your parnasa, so that's the connection over here, is that your, you know, your parnasa is doubling. It's a to what we just said a second ago. Kofun lai parnasa, shnever vahe shakai bitzarechav, Hashem is with you in your pain, the kesev to'af haslo, and your money will double. Shumbanachmendi yomar parnasa mi'ufef haslo kitzipo, your money is going to like run away like a bird. Shnever vahe kesev to'af haslo, Rashi'l says over there, it's also a language of, of doubling. Omer av tavi omer v'shayev, Anyone who basically releases himself from Divrei Torah will have no ability to stand in Yom Tzara. Because what's the idea? The idea is when someone's connected to Torah, the level of Yomuna B'tachon is much stronger. And therefore, but if you have the Torah behind you, you'll be able to stand Yom Tzara. Someone who's Rapesa, someone who's weakened in Torah, Yom Tzara, on the day of pain, he will be weak. Even if you're just lacking in one mitzvah, not just uh, you know not learning Torah, you'll not be able to. Meaning, just being relaxed or relaxed in one mitzvah that'll cause you to be weak. So what happened? Ben Achi Rabbi Yeshua Legola. So Rabbi Chanina went to Gola. Yeah. So we have this Chanina who goes into exile. He moved to Babel, and he was being Ma'abed the Shonim. Meaning, as we will see, usually that's something that's only we want Bnei Eretz Yisrael to do. But he set up his own court and was deciding how many others there should be when the day, the first day of the month should be. He was being Ma'abed Shonim and Kovei Chadashim. So Shagru, these two rabbis, Shagru Achrav Shnei Tamidei Chachamim, they sent him two Tamidei Chachamim, Rabbi Yosef Ben Kifar, Ubed Ben Noishel Zachai Ben Kivutal. They sent a message to Chanina through two rabbis, Rabbi Yosef Ben Kifar, the grandson of Zachai Ben Kivutal. We'll see why that's important. Kivan Shirao Sam, Chanina saw them. Amrlam, he said them, Lama Basim, why did you come? Amrlam, he said, Lama Tarabana. Okay, we came to the Torah. Banu, he announced, right? We have great uh, leaders have come. Their grandfather, the fathers, have served in the base of Mekdash, like we learned. Zechaya ben Kivutal, right? In Yuma, Zechaya ben Kivutal said about himself, He talks about how he used to read the book of Daniel to the Kohen the whole night in order to keep him up. 
The point is that we have these two rabbis. Hischel hu metame. Right, so Hanina doesn't know yet why these people are here. Again, they were sent to try to tell him to stop being Ma'abi the Chadash. So Hischel hu metame. Vehim metar. Every time he pronounced something tame, they would be metar. Hu oser. Vehim metar. Anytime he would pray, but something the two rabbis who were sent would be matar. Hechir is alayim. He says, he announced that Nasr Malolo shall shove him, shall tow him. They are, they are of nothing, right? Meaning, because they, they keep arguing on me. Amrullah, they said to him, Kfar Banisa, Vyata Yachal Lista. You've already built us up, you can't take us down. Kfar Gadarti, you built a wall, Vyata Lichwitz, and you can't knock it down. Meaning, you've already t- told everyone that we are Gedoli Hadars, you can't now tell everyone that we are worth nothing. So Amrullah, he said to them, What are you doing over here? Amrullah, they said to him, because you're doing these things in Chutzlaretz. Once you leave Eretz Yisrael, once you are in the Chutzlaretz, you can't do these things. But Akiva, right, used to do this. So Amrullah, they said, He says, very nice Rabbi Akiva, because Rabbi Akiva, there was no equal to him in Eretz Yisrael. So the truth is, it's not really a chasar in Chutzlaretz. The assumption is that Eretz Yisrael's rabbis are always greater than the ones in Chutz Laaretz, right? Gilad and Yonatan, the rabbis in Eretz Yisrael are much greater than the ones in Chutz Laaretz. But here Chanina is saying that, um, that telling Chanina that, you know, Rekiva was different in his time. He was the greatest rabbi of the generation. Omar Lo, Chanina was a confident fellow. And he says, Afanilo and Afti Kamosav Eretz Yisrael. I also didn't leave anyone like me in Eretz Yisrael. I'm mostly greater than anyone. He says, Omar Lo, you're right. When you left, that was the case. But Gideem Shinachta Nasate Yoshim. The little baby goats that you taught, meaning the Tamidim, that are now Tayyashim Bali Karonim, Fem Shagrunu Eitzlachla. They are now great Tamid Chachamim, right? Rams with horns, and they have sent us to you. They told us, go, and we, we will tell them, and if not, if the Echadina doesn't listen to stopping Ma'abad Chadashim, you gotta stop, you gotta stop doing it. Right? And we say to our brothers in the Gola, if you listen, right, Mutav, Bimlav, Yalu Lahar Achia, and even him is Bayach, meaning if you're not listening, you may as well go up, right, to bring Karbanos on an altar, right? You may as well do that. What? Avod the Zara. Avod because if you're not listening to the Chachamanites yourself, not only are you going to be in Chayrim, but we're considering you as if you're being over Avod the Zara. Fine. Oh, sorry, so in other words, you should go to the, the, the mountain, you know, Achia should build the Mizbeach, and Chanani Yinagin Bikinar. And Chanani will, we'll see that meaning, do this whole Avodazara process because you guys are really worth uh, nothing. And all of you will be uh, forgiven, whatever that means. The point is that, um, you know, you have to listen to us. So this is what we are going to say again, not only Chirim, but we're going to say you may as well go up and bring a Mizbeach, like as Rashi so says. Not, uh, well, yes. He's not, he's not number one. Not number one. And, and, and people will say, right? And they will say that, you know, you have no more portion in the Beloke Yisrael. The whole, all the people were go, I guess it means like they were crying. They said, Right? We, we do want a chilek belokei yisrael. So the Gemara says, Why are they so, well, like, what's the reason for all this? 
Which by Hashem Yisraelim, because Torah goes out from Zion, goes out from Eretz Yisrael, from nowhere else, from Zion, not, not Zion Williamson. No, Kim Mitzion Teitzei Torah Dvar Hashem Yisraelim. It says Bishlam who mitayr vehemitamin lechumra. I understand when he is mitayr, and they are mitame lehu mitamin vehemitayr and hechi avi. Right, if he's being mitame and they are being mitayr, hechi avi. I understand that the rabbis who came in from Israel could be more machmer. How could they be more mekel? But Tanya Chacham Shetimei Encha Berushal Atayr Asar Encha Berushal Atayr. It says the Gemara Kesavri Kechad Lenigro Basrei. They didn't want yeah Kesavri Lenigro Basrei, which means that uh, you're right. They didn't really have a right to permit something that the other rabbi had forbidden, but they was had to take extra measures to make sure that no one was going after Chanina. Tanu Rabbanan. Right, the famous yeshiva that was set up in, in Yavne, post uh, the second Chorban, uh, where the Yavne ben Zaka, the last holdout in, you know, in Eretz Yisrael, they sat in a shape of a kerem, so the Romans wouldn't think that they're practicing like the Sanhedrin. So it says, They were there. Who was there? Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Nechemi, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Nechemi, Rabbi Yossi, fine. Paschu kulam bekavod asanya, meaning in honor of the guests that came to their house. Right again, so people came in. Who was there? These were the rabbis that were already there. And paschu kulam bekavod asanya. There was so I'm sorry. These were the rabbis that walked in, and they were speaking in honor of the host. Machnise bekavod asanya. Machnise archem bebatim. They were speaking in honor of the host. So now we're going to tell you. The Gemara is going to say what each rabbi had said, which is a beautiful way to end. The Masachat Brachas to talk about that basically the really the beginning of the era of Mishnah and Gemara, which took place in Yavna. Uh, probably not. Um, we'll leave a little for Shemunachim tomorrow. Probably five minutes worth. Apparently, every time there was a gathering, Rabbi Yehuda would be the first one to speak. Bedarash and he expanded as follows: Moshe Yikach has the owl, but not to let Mechutz Machanavri. Moshe took his tent. This was after the Chet Eagle says, "I can no longer be Machan Yisrael," and he and he planted his tent right outside the camp. And the Gemara says like this: Kavam Kavachomer, Ma Aron Hashem, which again Aron Hashem here means the uh, the Ohamod. It doesn't actually mean Aron Hashem, or it's the place that Moshe Rabbeinu set up his tent. Shlo Yehi Meruchi Galashnei Maser Mil. We know that the Aron Hashem, the furthest it was from any individual, was twelve mil, right? So again, this is not the usually the Aron was in the middle of the camp, right? That's the way they travel. But there was another Aron that was carrying perhaps the broken luchos that was used to travel ahead of Bnei Yisrael, and the furthest it was from any individual was 12 mil, right? The, the, let's say, you know, Dun, who was all, all the way in the back of the camp, if he wanted to go to the, to the Aron Hashem, he would have to go 12 mil. And it says, which was, again, next to, the, that's where Moshe Rabbeinu put his tent, and it says, Kol Hashem, How much more so, like how much, was it mean, Allah has kama v'kama, that you should come uh, speak to them, and you should come greet them, Right? How much more so are they doing the correct thing? Or maybe it means how much more so should people uh, go speak to them because they're right here and they're right there available to speak to you. But with Hashem, Hashem spoke to Moshe, 
So now we always assume panam panam is face to face, right? But the Gemara doesn't like that. What does it mean? You know, usually we don't talk about Hashem with a face. So the Gemara actually says it's not really what it means. Hashem said to Moshe, Moshe ani, and Moshe, ani v'ata nazbir panim balacha. Pretty amazing thing. We will talk together in halacha. Okay, nazbir panim v'halacha, which basically means is that we're going to be talking together. Uh, some add that it means like the Gemara says, saver bepanim yafos. It wasn't saver nazbir panim. What does that mean? In other words, you should always greet your friend with a happy face. So it means nazbir panim v'halacha, where we will speak to each other in such a manner. Ikad Amri, others interpret it. It means like this. Just like I showed to you a graceful face. So you should also show the people, you know, show them that you are happy with them. Come when you should return your tent to its place. Like it says, you know, this is a commandment return your tent. Not that he returned, but you should return your tent. Why is that? Some said to Moshe, what are Bnei Yisrael going to say? Harav Bekas, meaning Hashem is upset. V'talmud Bekas, and the student is upset, meaning the student is supposed to relate to us, you saw Ma'atelem, what's going to be to Jewish people? If you return your tent to the Jewish people, if not, you should be known, the student will take your place. Even though Moshe returned his tent, the words uh, came true. Meaning in the end, Yeshua did become his attendant and Yeshua did become the one who was going to replace Moshe Rabbeinu because Hashem had said that, you know, uh, that he will take you over. Eventually Yeshua did take over. Fine. So that was the uh, Rabbi Huda. Now Rabbi Huda continues. He had a long drush. Again, we're all darshaning the, the importance of, of Torah study, right? The first drush had to do with you know, Tamid traveling uh, to hear Torah or for, for people to hear Torah from them. The second one is about Moshe Rabbeinu returning his tent to the Jewish people. Now we have a third one. So this is Moshe Rabbeinu speaking at the end of the 40 years, and he says, you know, listen, today you became a nation. Today the Jewish people got the Torah. That day was the end of 40 years. Right? To teach you the famous idea. The way people are related to Torah, the way you're supposed to, or, or Torah is so beloved on those who learn it, that it's as if they've received the Torah that day, meaning a present. Whenever you receive the present, when do you feel most excited? On the day that you receive the present. So what we're saying is that those who learn Torah feel just as excited as they were when they received the present in the first place. I'll kind of show you this idea. A person who always says Krishna. And then one time in a Korah. One time he didn't. As if he didn't say Krishna his whole life. Meaning, because every day is like, is like the first day, basically. And if you... Doesn't matter the fact that you said Kriyashma yesterday, you had to say every day you have to treat it like today you're receiving the Torah and today you are accepting the Torah, accepting its mitzvahs. So it's Kemishla Kara Kriyashma Me'olamaz. Every day is the first day. Wow. Spine Kama, next Rasha. Haskes, what does that mean, Haskes? So the way we learn it out, the Rashi says, Has means like to make and cut, to make groups. So what are the groups? Also, Kito Kito, you should make groups for Askuba Torah and learn Torah. Why? Because Torah is only acquired by Chabura, right? Meaning with people, not yourself. 
Because the Yosef Bachanin, the Yosef Bachanin, the Maidach said, what does the Pasuk mean when it says, Cherev al Habadim, Vino alu Cherev al Seneyen? Sorry, Vino alu Cherev al Seneyen. So this is a Pasuk in Yirmiyah. And the Pasuk ends, Vino alu Cherev. Oh, that's the end of the Pasuk. So what does that mean? Yeah, Vino alu. One second. No, no, Cherev. That's it. Yeah. That's the Pasuk in Yirmiyah. Cherev al Habadim, Vino alu Cherev. Kama. Asenayim. Oh, yeah, I see. Interesting. The pasuk actually has another cherev, so maybe we'll, we'll be darsh that later. You're right. We're not darshing that yet. Then now, cherev of David Nolo. So it means cherev asenayim shel tamidah chachamim sheyoshim bad bevad vauskem atoras. There's like a sword on the again. It's, whenever we say sonayim shel tamidah chachamim, we actually just refer to the tamidah chachamim that are being yoshim bad bevad vauskem atoras. So there's a sword on those that are studying Torah by themselves. Below od eloshimetavshim. Not only that. Not only are they do the wrong thing, but they actually become fools. How do we know that? And not only that, rather we consider them to be sinners. Right? We consider them, not only will they be, become fools, but they also consider them to be sinned. Another way to understand, another way that we see that our first to sin is no alu sare tsayan. And again, Yeshayah over there is rebuking the Jewish people that Nisu, sorry, Hisus, Mitzrayim, they've basically uh, been, you know, wandering like, like in Egypt. And therefore, uh, this is, a, again, a Lashon, it's a language of sin. So again, one is supposed to learn Bechabura and not by oneself. Davar Acher, another way to read this, Haskes Vishmai Yisrael, Kit to Atz doesn't mean to make yourself groups like a cat. It means to cut yourself on David there. It doesn't mean to cut yourself. So it doesn't actually mean to, uh, to endanger yourself. But it means one should be most nefesh. Kedam Rishlakesh, like Rishlakesh says, the Rishlakesh means nine shein David there, but Mizkayim. Terror is only fulfilled out of the Mishim Memus Atmela, someone who kills himself over it. Shinemar, so Tatoriak, Adam Kiamut Pa'awal. Right? Usually we translate that to mean, Shutus Mikras, this is the laws of a mate in an Ohol. Saying no, Ohol always refers to. The study of Torah, right? Yaakov, Ishtam Yashim Haldam, Atavo Allah, Yaakov. So Zot Adam Kiyomat Bahal, that someone who's who's able to acquire Torah is someone who dies over it. So again, you know, Mr. Nefesh, not easy getting up at five thirty, but in a Torah Nikness, Ella Bimisha Mimis Atzmay Aleha. Haskes Ushma Yisrael. Has Yachakach Katate. What does that mean? That means first I'll listen and then cut it up. Meaning first you do Bikyut. First you spend a lot of time doing Dafyomi. You get the general idea of shas of all the topics and all the ideas. And then you could start cutting up, and then you could start learning biyun. Okay, the rava, like rava said, lolim First, you learn it. You got you got to have the information, but and then then you could toil, and then you could start figuring out what to do with the information. That's the opinion of rava. Yeshivot do the opposite. Right? Yeshivot first with the biyun, and then you do, then you do bikit. Okay, Amid the berbiyanai. Ma'idachsev. So now berbiyanai's. No, it's not his turn to speak. Sorry, just a, another drasha related to the study of Torah. Ma'idach Siv, there is a pasuk in Mishlei which says the following, Kimitz chalav yotzi chema, right? I guess when you squeeze out chalav, right? Yotzi chema, butter comes out. Umitz af yotzi dam. You squeeze out the anger, right? Or the juice of anger, whatever. I mean, squeezing out the anger, yotzi dam. Umitz apayim, you squeeze out the anger, yotzi riv. You, you, you know, you, you, the disputes, Leave. So the Gemara explains as follows. Where do you find someone who has the butter of Torah, being someone who has actually acquired Torah? That 
that somebody who basically spits out the milk that he nourished from his mother. What does that mean? So that means that basically he removes himself from the desires of this world. So it's kind of similar to the idea that we just before, so again, someone who removes himself from the nourishment of this world, that's someone you'll find the Chemesh al Torah. What does that mean? That take out the anger, Yotzidam. His teacher gets upset at him, Pamish on one time. So somebody got upset at you, you avoid it, you didn't say anything. You'll be able to merit to be able to distinguish between Dam Tahar and Dam Tame. So again, you, the anger didn't get to you. Yotzi Dam means that now you became an expert in the halachas of Dam. Umitza Pam Yotzi Riv. What does that mean? Kol Tam Shekosal Rabbi Pam Your Rabbi got upset at you once or twice and still it didn't affect you. Vishosek and you're quiet, you just accepted it. Zochim Lahavchim Bedinei Mosu Dinei Nefashos. So you'll be able to, to distinguish and to understand the laws of Dinei Mamras and Dinei Nefashos. Right, so Yotzi Riv, that's the fighting of Dine Mamras. That's Nan Rabbi Shmol, Amr HaRotzi Shishchakim, that's somebody who wants to become smart, Yasub Dine Mamras, you should engage in Dine Mamras, because that requires us, you know, super analyzing and basically trying to understand all the possible various circumstances and cases, right? That's why Yeshivot study Dine Mamras. She'en l'cham there's no area in Torah which is more than them, she'en kemayin noveya, they are like a, uh, I guess, like a spring that springs forth. What does the pasuk mean when it says What does that pasuk mean? It says Kol HaMinabal Anyone who makes himself what does it mean Minabal? Like he bears himself, which Rashi says it means that he asks so many questions. So it's embarrassing. All the students are going to make fun of him, right? But he's menabalatzma, he makes himself into nothing just to, to receive Torah, surplus nasa. In the end, he will get a promotion, he'll be raised. But if he closes his mouth, right, if he muzzles his mouth, then yad lepeh, his hand will be on his mouth. Meaning, if somebody asks him a question, he won't know what to answer. Right? Yad lepeh, his hand will be on his mouth. Pasuk Reb Nechemya Bekvod Asanya. So Nechemya now speaks. Vedogash, and he said as follows. What is the Pasuk mean when it says, Vayomer Shaul alakeni lechusurur rumi toichem aleki? Right, so Kani is descendants of Yitro. Right, so Shaul told them, "Get out of here!" Right, uh, for some reason they were living among, amongst the Amalekites, the Amalek. Right, tomorrow's you know after and uh, so Shaul told them, "You know, get out of here, lest I gather you with them." And I don't want to do that because you did a chesedim called Bnei Yisrael. So the Marvel led around Kavachomer, my Yitro shekloy karav et Moshe lekavaratzmo. Yitro only did it for his honor. Meaning when he first brought him in. In Midyon, Kach, that is his reward. Someone who hosts Tamid Chamim. So, right, this is a very apropos thing to say to the rabbis of Yavna who are hosting these rabbis. How much more so that you feed us, give us what to drink, and you let us benefit from your property? How much more so will you be paid back? Okay. Pasuk Reb Yosi b'chavar achsanya v'dagash and he says lo sesayiv adomi k'achichahu lo sesayiv mitzri k'gehar yisi b'artzos. A very hard pasuk to understand, which basically says, do not antagonize the adomi and the mitzri. Why? So adomi, because they are your brother. What does that mean, Esav? And mitzri, because you were a nation in their land. In other words, you have to have a karta tov to the mitzri, which is crazy. Right, so it says Gemara, Kavachomer, Ma Mitzvah Shlakavizol Zarachatz. When they only did it, they only hosted the Jews for their own needs. Shnemar, Vim Yadat Vishpam Achechel, Vesamtam Sarim Mikna Kolashali. 
right? In other words, I don't know why it has to uh, quote this, it's quite obvious, but they were doing it uh, for themselves, right? This is referring to a paro talking, right? That you could stay here and you will become sorry, right? And you'll be helpful to me. So someone who hosts people for their needs um, and is doing it not for them, but for you, how much more so will they be rewarded? The Pasuk said, right? Remember the story with the Aaron, right? They were attempting to return the Aaron back to David. Something happened along the way. So, right, the, the two people touched it accidentally, right, as it was following. So David said, I don't want this. So he sent it to somebody else. And while it was in his house for a few months, he, became, he was blessed, right? So again, he hosted the Aaron and says the Gemara, Right, it says, Hashem, Hashem gave him a bracha, Bavur Aaron Alakim. The fact that he had the Aaron with him. And then David realized, oh, you know what? I should bring the Aaron back to your son. Just like an Aaron, which doesn't do anything, it just sits there, right? Just like you receive blessing for just having an Aaron, how much more so if you actually do something to, to your guest? Of course you receive a blessing. Mahi bracha What is the bracha that Edom Hagiti, right, was rewarded, was blessed with? Basically his wife and his nine daughter-in-laws gave birth. They gave birth, they each had six children, okay? So just keep in mind that's how many kids? 54 and nine times a six. Okay, so you have 54, uh, uh, six to each of his eight daughter-in-laws and one to his wife. So Nehemiah, then we bring from the Pasuk and it says, Pa'alti, what's this Pasuk? Pu'alaisai hashmini kivarchu elokin. So we explain it. Kol elam ibnei ovid edom, heima ubnei ehem. I'm sorry, this is the whole Pasuk. Anshei chayol, bekoach la'avda shishin vishnayim la'avda edom. There are 62 la'avda edom. So how do we get 62? So Rashi basically explains that Adam himself had eight children. Okay, he had eight children. Plus now these new 54, there were six born to his wife and to his eight daughters. Nine times six is 54, plus his eight previous children. That's how you get to 62. So again, this is a blessing that he received because he hosted the Aaron. Let's just get to the two dots. Amar Rabban Levi gets a shot. Anyone who pushes the time, meaning if the time is not ripe to do something, like Rashi says, Avshalom, who wanted to be king, the time will push him away. But anyone who respects and understands, you know what, this isn't the right time. Amazing story. Yosef was known as a Sinai. He was, had a Bekiot in Torah. But Rabbi Okeharim, Rabbi was known for his Iyun, his in-depth analysis. So they were both needed to become rabbis. Latam, second. That was Isla Hassan they sent there. Sina Vakaharim Aza Mayhem, right? Who is better? Yeah? Who goes first? It's better to have someone be cute or eon. So Shahulay they sent to them. Sina Kodam Sina's better Shakot Srihlamarachita. And everyone needs a you know gather of wheat, right? You need the first one to gather. Without the information, then you know it's it's you can't do anything. Afalpikin, Okibal Allah Rabyosi. Rabyosi said, you know what, it's not my time. Again, they told him Sinai's first, and they wanted him to be Rosh Hashiva. But he says, not time. Why? The army lay koldai. The astrologers told them, Malchut Treshan and Melech. You're only going to be a king for two years, and you're going to die. 
So instead, your kingship only lasts two years, and then you're going to die. He says, I don't want to die now. It's obviously not my time. So Malach Rabbah Esrim Tatshin Rabbah was Rabbah for twenty two years. Then Malach Rabbah Tatshinu Paga. He got another half a year. The point is that his two years uh, happened twenty two years later. Kol Hanishani the Malach Rabbah from Umna Lebeisel Lekara. All the years that Rabbah was the Rosh Hashiva, Yosef didn't want to act like any leader. He didn't want to act like a like a leader at all, like a Rosh at all, and he didn't even call a craftsman to his house. He went there because he felt that if he would act like a Melach in any way, perhaps that would start the two year clock. And if he wanted to delay the two years as long as possible. Okay, Shkach. Okay, very exciting. So Shimon Chaim, you know, anyone who wants the, the last few lines of the Gemara read, you know, 8, 8.45. Right, makes sense tomorrow morning? Yeah, what happened after 22 years? 8.45.